Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, B-Fan Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. As always, thank you for your time. Today I'm here with some of my best friends from high school. They can all introduce themselves. Go ahead. Who want to start? My name is Jaden Jennings. <laughs> I go to Michigan State. Uh, that's it. Follow Jay's vision. Uh, my name is Jaden Reed. I go to Illinois State. Joe? Julian Robinson. First year finance major at Norfolk State. Max. Maxwell Motley. Electrical engineering major at Alabama A&M. Bryce. <laughs> Come on, nigga. Bryce Hill, Wednesday dropout. Damn. That's Matter of fact, bro, I want to start with you. Why God you... damn it. <laughs> no, for real, though. Why you feel like that was the best move for you? Just in case some people in here feel like they don't want to be in school no more, they just feel like that ain't the route they need to go. I mean... I never wanted to go to school, like, even in high school, like, I, I already knew. But, like, I, I mean, Wednesday for me was free coming out of a Detroit high school. Yeah. So, I'm thinking, like, like you know, like, why not just try it out? But, like, especially, like, being at Wayne State, like, <laughs> just, just Wayne State. Like, it really, like, showed me, like, college wasn't for me, like, like. What was you experiencing in them months? I mean, I get it wasn't for you, but like, what was really like the tipping point? Well, yeah. What Especially was your last like straw? Not, not going away. Yeah. Like, it felt like I was just like still in high school. And you were surrounded like, by niggas you already knew. Yeah, like it's people like I'm seeing like from elementary school, middle school, like I never like wanted to see again. Like. Yeah. You feel me? So how you feel like? And it's you like were... I wasn't like it felt. It felt like I wasn't like making no progress. So how you feel like you gonna get away from that shit now? I mean, just going to a different world. Like. What type of world? I know you in management. Yeah, I mean, like, right now, I'm, like, I'm the manager of where I work at. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to try, like, instead of, like, you know, school, like, like I'm, I'm still in that school world, so I might as well, like, I mean, four years, I'm going to have to grow up being an adult, so I feel like I might as well just get started on that now. Nice. Uh, who else want to go? I went to first. I can go last, but, Jaden, you a student athlete. You want to talk about that? Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, it's not as hard as everybody think it is. I mean, it's hard, but if you got the proper management skills, you can make it work. Yeah. Like, first off, you gotta get your study habits down. Like, I know the first first month, I was studying, and I was working on all my work on Monday and Tuesday, so the rest of the week I wouldn't have nothing for real, but that was just because it was the beginning of the semester. So until everything started working up, that's when it started ramping up, and I study like, I study like every day. And then I'll do my homework early in the week, like I just said. But I wouldn't have nothing later in the week. But my practices was was cool, so I really exhaust that much of my energy. What type of research does that type of shit come with? Like, do y'all get extra tools? Yeah. Do they plan y'all schedule? I ain't gonna lie, we we get they plan our schedule. We just gotta we just gotta get our classes, <laughs> and then uh we uh what's it called? We get a whole study study academic center to ourselves, all yeah. the student athletes. Yeah, and then we get. The food, we get more food, I ain't go. I don't know what type of deal they got. They be giving us food. <laughs> just every time. Like campus food or like off No, campus they be giving us off campus shit. Like what they be like like barbecue bacon barbecue bacon burgers. They be giving us like healthy bars and smoothies. Just for, like they, they be tricking y'all. Well that's when we just go we gotta we gotta go to the student athletic center to get that though. Yeah. They gotta get y'all niggas right though. Yeah, hey, but, do you feel like though, like do you feel like you get a good uh Look at the whole campus, like, entirely, or do you feel like you just stuck around other student-athletes? I ain't gonna lie. I do feel stuck around student-athletes, yeah. but that's why, like, I try to branch out because I don't want to just be stuck in 
like the mindset of what a student like student athletes always have this just focus on like one sport one sport one and they and that's all they talk about yeah. so i try to branch out and see because i like to know what other people be thinking and doing mm-hmm. it's like outside of that they got hobbies and stuff so i'll be going and hanging out with them too so what's your what's your major again you want to tell uh i'm going into uh therapeutic recreation and why you want to do that i'm trying to be an occupational therapist and help who People that be like you know, <laughs> no like it, so they work with they work with like head they work with like head trauma patients. Okay. So patients that went through like head trauma, like hitting their head, uh, buzzing their head open, brain tra- brain damage. Yeah. So it's just yeah. So it's just working back with them, you know. Yeah. Getting them right. As a Jaden Hines, Michigan State going for you. You you stayed at home too, but how I feel like you know still not in your city, but in a city in Michigan that's still populated by. A lot of people you already know. Yeah, I think like even like even though it's an hour and a half away, mm-hmm. it's still so so different. Cause mm-hmm. Michigan State one of like the biggest colleges in the country, mm-hmm. so I didn't met so many people like from all over the country, all over the world, and it really feel like that hour feel like I'm in a whole different state yeah. most of the time. The stuff I'll be doing. Like, what you be what doing? What you be doing, bro? Yeah, like, I didn't pray with some Indians at the mm-hmm. river. Shit. Like, meditated yeah. with them. Yeah. I got friends from Africa. We supposed to try Thai food and yeah. Indian food and all that. So, that stuff, like, Just getting I you never outside. thought I Is that outside your comfort zone? It's outside my... I'm not going to say outside my comfort zone. It's, yeah. It's just way... I'm not necessarily it uncomfortable. It just came to you. Yeah. Just what, natural. What type of positions do you feel like... Well, no, I guess you already answered that. What type of position you feel like you ain't never been in that you're in now? So I guess that would be what? I would say just being around this many different people. Yeah. Because the high school we went to, you know, it was black oh, and white. So you had a couple foreign kids, but. It wasn't it's, really. And, and, and there was that, no girls on top of that. It wasn't that big of a school. Like, most everybody knew each other. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so now I'm, it's boys, girls, everything from all over the world. And that's crazy. Me, I'm just. I'm eight miles. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just to keep it <laughs> This nigga Eminem, dog. But, dog, uh, Jew, you, you'll be the first one to touch on the HBCU. How you feel like the HBCU helped you? And what did you did you feel like you needed to go to HBCU straight out of high school? Why did you choose HBCU over PWI? Like, what was that thought process like? Uh, for me, I kind of. I already knew I wanted to go to HBCU off rip. Yeah. Just because, you know, my personality just fits in with that, you know, turn, get lit, you know, being around <laughs> niggas doing, being niggas, you know, <laughs> just having fun. I just know it's also in a smaller, smaller areas, not as many people. I didn't want to go to a really big school mm-hmm. where it wouldn't have been easy to, you know, fall in line mm-hmm. and just fall off and not really find my way. But going to HBCU, I've been able to, you know, be involved do things that was out of my comfort zone. I just kind of said just since I'm in a whole nother state with a whole bunch of people I really don't know at all. Yeah. Might as well just try things I never would have thought about trying back at home. Yeah. Nigga was Mr. Oh, he went for Mr. Freshman and shit. <laughs> no, for real. Mm-hmm. But night the uh you say everybody began to turn there. I know it's like cool environment and that shit could be cool, but like how do you stay disciplined in that type of like Scenario, cause I know a lot of people can get up there, lose their mind, Gosh, and niggas need an AA meeting by the end of their first <laughs> semester, dog. So how you how you feel like you stay disciplined and keep your head above water and do so good for yourself? Um, I feel like it was two two big things. One, just 
who I hung around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I noticed when I got there, it was a lot of people who immediately, you know, just clicked up mm-hmm. with people who, you know, they just thought, you know, they linked up with because, you know, maybe one, two conversations about, you know, so-and-so, a girl, mm-hmm. niggas play basketball, you know, boom, we yeah. playing. That's kind of, that wasn't a real, I seen not real friendships happen through that shit. And coming from U of D, yeah. I've been able to actually connect with niggas like every day. So that's why mm-hmm. I, I know like when niggas not to really fuck with for real. Yeah. But staying disciplined was just staying around the right people who would keep me on track. They had similar goals. Yeah. But also the second one is some people's upbringings can be different. Like I know being in the city, I kind of had all that partying turn shit. It was kind of, Already, it was already used to like that type of yeah, lifestyle. Coming down there, a couple of niggas I know never, ain't never, never had that, had so they like freedom. they like a dog let loose type. But that's how it be though. Like, yeah, that's just everybody got to go through certain shit. Like, like I say, canon events. Yeah, <laughs> you got to go through. <laughs> yeah, you bitches. can't save everybody like, either. You know, everybody just on their own journey. So since I was able to already realize like you know certain stuff, I just kind of outgrow. Mm-hmm. It was able it. Let me grow in different areas and try different things and stay disciplined within my schoolwork and taking off. That's beautiful. Now, Max, we gonna slide over to you because you ain't get to do your formal introduction. How you? How you? How you? What's your take on the HBCU? Cause you in Alabama, Julian and Virginia and shit. So yeah, um, man, he be in the dorm. <laughs> <laughs> nah, like for real though, like kicked up <laughs> with his future wife. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so I had like I had, I had hella credit hours this semester, so I was like busy every day, and I really ain't had time. Just wait, what's like, credit hours? It's like how many hours per class? So like a class may have three credit hours, which means like three hours each week they might meet up. Oh, is that what that mean? I only had twelve. I got yeah. sixteen. I got fifteen this semester though. But oh, I mean, all your class together got sixteen. Yeah, I got I got sixteen credits this semester. But go ahead, go ahead. So yeah, I was hella busy, you know. I just have a goal of just trying to get a 4.0. I got a 3.8, you know. But, yeah, like, it was just to me, like, transitioning from an all-boys Catholic school to a public HBCU. I just focused on goals, like, reach this goal, you're going to succeed. Like, that was just my big thing. Yeah. Keep going. Um... Yeah, you know, I was caked up all the time, though. <laughs> Playing the game, you know, whenever I had free time. But one thing I do recommend to people is just to, like, connect with people. And then, like, if you room if you rooming with somebody your first year, mm-hmm. like, get to know your roommate. Like, right. You don't want to go in there blind and then y'all have problems, you know. I kind of went in there blind with one of my roommates because I have two roommates. Mm-hmm. Because, like, he was, like... His parents didn't let him do uh, social media oh, for damn. some reason. So no, he's cooked. Wait, he how old? Like, he 18? He 18. <laughs> 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 well, I'm saying, no, some people out there, like, be 17. Like, no, I know some young niggas. That's what I'm saying. Like 16. Yeah, no, like, it's yeah, insane. Yeah. But, like, no social media. <laughs> how, you, how did you see yeah, that play to, how you see that play the part on him? Like, and who he was. Like, like it was just, like, kind of hard to connect with him. You know, he was just, like, and I wouldn't say he was different, but yeah, he was just kind of awkward and like he never really had no social life. Yeah, socially awkward. Yeah, little social situations. He wasn't like the best at. Yeah. So did, did everybody else know their roommates before they got there? What no, was your situation like? I you can go yeah, first. You know, my mom, one roommate, Denise. Other roommate, Tony. Bro, our room was some six five. Bro, he was six five. He about two seventy, and he would and he like he not he not black. 
So just say he white. Okay, he's, he's white. So it was he not black. So he was, white. So it was like some. It was in conflict. It was in conflict, but like you know, like it was. They be one in the room, cold, like AC blasting, and it's like I ain't want that. And they had the window open when it's like twenty degrees outside. Okay, culture shock. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, it was like a culture shock. Like I ain't know, I ain't know he's gonna be doing all that, and it's like. It was just a lot, like. How you adjusted it? Like, what? How did y'all come to terms and like I sort of make lie. a contract or something? Do y'all talk more we now? We just started talking more, and yeah. then eventually he was like, "Yeah, I want to." Like, we just started branching off, like learning off each other because it's different upbringings and yeah. stuff. Yeah. What's one thing you learned about him? Right. What's something that you learned about him that you added in, like, in your bag? Like something you took like away from his like, arsenal. Like a lesson you learned from him. Like, yeah. You know? I ain't gonna lie. So it's just. It's just to never judge somebody by their appearance, cause really, like, I like with him being, like he. I just thought, like, you know how jocks are. They big and they tall and they just act like a dickhead. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, I'm like, okay, this not gonna go well. But honestly, he like one of the nicest opposite. people I ever met. Yeah, he the complete opposite. So like, when I get to know and talk to him, next thing you know, we playing a game together. I'm talking to him. We go into the store to get stuff. Like he he my actual like roommate like he no matter what color he is no matter who he is yeah I still treat him like 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 I been knew him like he my dog so bro, I, feel, I feel like that's a big thing bro like that non judgment bro yeah that that's really what you just picked up from that is like mm-hmm. just to not really judge anybody on what they may show off to be whether you black white purple orange. not even that just like How you dress your interests it's not even like. Okay, we all went to a private school. Yeah. And then you look at other people. Okay, they went to a public school. It no, it's no different. We still Everybody treat still them as we the still the, yeah. Like, yeah. Everybody the goes same through the same problem. shit. Like mm-hmm. nobody's special for real. And it bro. don't mean just because we went to a private school don't mean we smarter than them. Okay, yeah. we might have went through more like try like trial through high school. A lot of times we do get opportunities. Yeah, but, but I'm saying I'm saying we get better connections because we went to a private school. Not but connections, education, a bunch of stuff. No, he's little finished though. I'm saying we get th- we get better opportunities and connections most of the time, but I'm saying we don't. It don't mean that we smarter than them. Yeah, what I'm saying, and it's to the extent that you utilize those connections and stuff. Like I can give you everything like in the yeah. world. I could put everything. Yeah, I could put you right. I could put you in front of the biggest opportunity, but yeah, but so it's not like it's we got access to it, but it's up to us how we use it. Because like you may have got a lot of stuff out of U or D. Everybody in here might have got away with some good opportunities, but it's people that went there and walked out with nothing, just a degree. Mm-hmm. Not really understanding, because some people do fall through those cracks, and they get left behind. So that's mm-hmm. crazy. But, Jaden, you went in knowing your roommates. You was friends with them, huh? Yeah, How was that uh, going in? So I knew I knew all three of my roommates. First of all, it's four of us in there, so that's another thing. I like it personally, but a lot of people don't like it. But, yeah, one I knew from high school, one from middle school. One from elementary, we grew up together. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, two of them, we the three of us knew each other, but they ain't know the one that yeah. I knew from high school. Right. So I feel like going there, I, that was the only concern for real. Mm-hmm. But, like, first week, we all, we be real close now. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like a solid friend group now. Right. So we be, like, we, we, we'll get sick of each other and stuff. But, <laughs> like, it's all love, though. We a real friend group. Right. And I appreciate that. I think it made the experience a lot easier. Because mm-hmm. when I tell people, it's four people in my room, they be like, bro, how you... Deal with that. I'm like, they're my niggas. Like, <laughs> yeah, then the bros, like, we really be cool in here. Yeah, like, I'd be happy to go in my room. Right. But a lot of people can't say that. But Tight. Jew, did you know your roommate coming in, or how did you uh, get adjusted to that? Uh, it was just living with 
somebody else. We acknowledge each other. We's cool. But maybe, are y'all as close as you want to be? Um, you know. Or do y'all just that. respect each other's space? Nah, we respect each other's space. Bro. And that's about it. That's about it. I mean, I feel like that's all there is to it, bro. Do you look to get closer to him? As long as you got the respect. Um, I mean, if it comes, it comes. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I mean, I don't really try to. You try to have it like naturally. I don't try to force. Yeah, I don't try to force friendship. I oh, mean, he don't seem like he wanna. I mean, you just do what you do. I'm busy. Have problems? Like, he want the hands. He want the golden gloves. Nah, me and this nigga never had no problems like that deep. Nah. Little, little, little stuff. But, nah, it wasn't really nothing crazy for real. All right. Nigga wore my shirt one time. Uh, all right. No, that's low-key insane. That's, that's, yeah, if y'all, not, if y'all not best friends, bro, <laughs> stay, stay on my clothes, bro. dog. It was like, just randomly? Yeah, man. That's, Wait, that's actually coming. You thought it was his or something? No, without asking. Without asking. He took it off. He took it off your stuff. That's crazy. What kind of shirt was it, though? You liked the shirt? Was it sweet? It's regular. Because you know I got shit to my teeth. Yeah. Nah, bro, we can Max, take as you know, your roommate. Uh, I knew one of them. Uh, one of them, I stayed in contact with him before. Uh, oh, we already asked you this question. Yeah, I'm slow as hell for that. But yeah, the, nah. other, the other roommate, I didn't know at all, and then I only met him. Like I first met him when we was moving in, so it was kind of awkward. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, it was some weird niggas down my hallway. Like my roommate, cool. I always talk about him. I had an episode with him, but current cool. Him coming from a whole different country and being from a Where whole. He from England, mm-hmm. so like like chips and Cheerios, huh? Like, like tea and crumpets. <laughs> yeah, this is only one England, not the new one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. Look at that. It wasn't that funny, bro. But no, but no, bro. Him coming from a different cultural background, I feel like when we got together, since we had similar like mindsets. Not necessarily personalities all the way, but similar mindsets. It was easy for us to hit it off. Like, we was able to set a good ground basis and know, like, we wanted to grow in, like, a relationship with each other. I'm how not much, coming out the closet. How much but, you think y'all picked up? Huh? Each other? How much you think y'all picked Duh. up? Each other? Yeah, bro. Like, how is that? Like, you really miss somebody. Because you got to think, like, a whole different country. That's a whole different life. Like, you want to get bro. Yeah, Peace so. Great, and you say y'all got stuff in common, bro. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, so it's like. Over the what summer, side, what side of London are you from? I don't know. You got to ask. Them. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know how London works. Maybe I'll go visit and hit y'all back. Like Nigga, no, 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 no. He he not from the. He not from like. He not like how I grew up. So he grew up in it. Hold on. He grew up in like a totally different. He grew up in a totally different environment than I did, and for us to sit down and actually talk about it, we start to understand the differences that we have. And um, with the similarities too. Yeah, and that's the crazy part. We talk about that all the time. We like, dang, you came up like this, I came up like that, but we both ended up in the same place. So, Drew, what was the question you asked me again? You was asking like the background of my roommate and stuff. And I just asked, uh, I wasn't knowing that y'all had like similar things. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, it, it shocked it shocked both of us that we, you could take two differently, like totally different routes, and end up at the same place. Yeah, and everybody got. Uh, if you want something out of life, you'll get it as long as you able to um, optimize the opportunities that you're given. But that, go ahead. Mike. Well, go ahead. I was just gonna say that's crazy too, cause I one time I was at the river. Yeah. And then when I was at the river, 
I met this dude from California, mm-hmm. and I don't know, like, because when I go to the river, like, that's usually when I'm thinking, yeah. praying, meditating, whatever. I met him from, he from California, we just talking, we get talking about some deep stuff, like love and all that other stuff. And then I just told yeah. him, I'm like, that made me believe in, like, like fate and, like, stuff happened for a reason. Dog, that's what I we were saying. Went, I could have went, went anywhere. like, the four years without knowing you existed. Yeah. Like, I just happened to see you at this one moment. Yeah, at any other time like you could have went to It was a the... combo that I needed, too. Yeah. Like, Some people really be sent to us, bro. Uh, yeah. You seen them again? I ain't seen him, but I, I know that boy was an angel. He, him, he wasn't real. Like, Jesus, <laughs> Duh. oh god! But shit, we could dip off this college shit. What y'all think love is? Let's hop yeah. into that. Yeah. No, nah, like for real though. Like, how y'all feel about it? I know Max got a different experience than we do. No, nah, love don't got no definition. It's what you make it. All right, get like, get into that, like nigga. <laughs> Look, I put it as love. Okay, no. First off, you can't have love without loyalty. Okay. Loyalty comes first. Mm-hmm. Okay, stop. Have you been in love? No. <laughs> but look, okay. Okay, personally, I feel like a strong Who's like. Been in love? Stop. I feel like strong a strong. Max probably strong got the person. most experience out of here. All right, hold on. Are talk, you in love? Talk, yeah. talk to him about but that. How like, you know that you're in love? Yeah, how you know that? It's like you just know deep down. It's like you don't even need like the sex or. Them always doing something. It's just like their presence is there with you. It's just like, it's just enough. Yeah, it's just like, I can have that more than sex. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I mean, like, you can laugh. Just the experience. I mean, you can laugh, but like, her presence to me means more than anything for real. Like, she could buy me an Xbox. I, if she just, if she was just there with me, hugging me, I ain't gonna lie. I take that more than the Xbox for real, for real. Yeah, because you take the uh, her being there over the material possessions. Yeah, it's past. Uh, yeah, but I got bro, but look. I was in a relationship for a year and three months, right? Yeah. And that I wasn't in love, but I had the same feeling. Mm-hmm. So how do you, like... Distinguish that? Distinguish? Right a season versus a reason. Like, okay, 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 okay. I, w- I wasn't in love, but I had love for her. Right. What makes you say you wasn't in love? Then? You felt because like you were entitled to stay with her? I was... a certain period? It's, it's, it's a thing, like... Okay, so, like, after I broke up with her, it was more so, like, okay, it's... I was able to focus on myself. And after I was found focus and self-love for myself, then it's like I never thought of going back. But now mm. that, that doesn't say, like, when you were with her, you, were, you weren't in love with her. Though. But how do I distinguish being in love with her and just, having love for her? Oh. I mean, you just said you, you had the same feelings as Max. Like, you it, it was just like, I, don't, I didn't, like, I enjoyed being in her presence. But it was sometimes I was like, bro, I don't want to see her. I mean, it's always dark. But so okay, I mean, so it's like that. But like, but that's because love not perfect. Though. Yeah. yeah, everybody expects mm. love to be perfect, but yeah, ain't nothing be perfect. True. Wait, that's but true. everything is perfect. No, well, because check me out. I say everything perfect because everything is the way it's supposed to be right now in this moment in time. And who's to say that perfect is always good? That's what we always so what see. Perfect mean? I'm saying, bro, the universe. I said this before, but like the universe. Everything happens for a reason, and everything happens at a certain point in time, and it's going to be like that. Everything is perfect in this moment. How you are, how you are, how you are, how you are, how you are. That's how it's supposed to be. Nothing is really out of order. So then it comes down to everybody having their own definition of perfect. Mm-hmm. So what's your definitions of perfect? I don't really have one. So what you, like, what you think about? You just indifferent about a lot of stuff, or... 
What you feel like is the the greatest of all goods? I mean, to be honest, I don't know, man. A lot of stuff, like, I don't know. Like, what you mean? Like, I don't, I don't know what perfect is, and, like, I think I'm okay with that. Okay. And so, that's, go that ahead. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. You got to be okay with knowing that. I mean, I know you say everything's perfect, but at the same time, but that perfect, it's not always going to be good. It's not. It's going to make you bad. Yeah, that's what I'm Maybe saying. Yeah, I'm okay, bad yeah, I'm okay with it being time, bad, too. All those bads can be good for you. Mm-hmm. They can lead you in different ways you never even imagined. Yeah. And even sometimes the goods can be bad. It can just be that pleasure for a second. Yeah. That's when you can say you may not have love for nobody for just that. It's just that lust, just that pleasure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say, like, everything... One way I like to see it is, is that every every coin got two sides. So it's a heads and it's a tails. And you can't always flip the coin and expect to get heads. Mm-hmm. You got to be okay if you flip the tails. Mm-hmm. So if it's good in the situation, you got to understand that, okay, it's good right now. But it's also a bad. So you can't just go through life expecting to be all right with all the goods and stuff and then disregard the bads. You got to accept both well, of them understand what life really is all about because mm-hmm. everything counts yeah and every loss ain't a loss it's just another it's another chance to, to learn your lesson yeah if you lose you just understand what you did wrong and move on to the next thing yeah and if you always win it how you ever how gonna you gonna learn? learn right and that's why i think everybody should understand that and just stop stressing yourself out so much yeah i feel like Stop giving it. Yeah. Uh, tell like, them tell them about your experience reading the book. I read that book before, but go ahead. Tell them about the book you're reading. Bro, I know I'm like super late though. No, no nigga, like, you on time. You perfect. Know, but I know I just feel like You perfect, dog. I'm so I'm so irritated with myself for trying to dive in when I could have really dived in. What book you talking about? The Silver Art to not give a fuck. Like, go for niggas, it. What you learning now? Like me and Jaden, well, I know Jaden was always better than me at the with reading and staying disciplined with that. That was just one thing I couldn't be disciplined at. Mm-hmm. But as, you know, went to school, mm-hmm. started, you know, locking in. I started getting into it. Then I started reading. So far, I not give a fuck. And, and one t- thing. Tell them what you've been learning. It was just talking about what we were just saying. The negatives can literally be good for you, bro. Yeah. You just n- cannot really care. It's like choosing your own morals. Mm-hmm. Picking what really is you're supposed to give a fuck about and yeah you're really not supposed to give a fuck about and i know another point in that book i don't know if you got this far but he was like bro it's, everything gonna be fucked up anyway so just choose what you want to be fucked literally. up it's all hard yeah or it's, it's all gonna be a challenge so pick the biggest challenge it's yeah. just as easy as to succeed as it is to fail and matter of fact it's harder to fail than it is to succeed because you got to sit there and watch everything go to shit you got to sit there and watch yourself not you do shit, shit about nothing. Shit. And you got to sit and wait for you to hit rock bottom, for you to feel something and feel some type of anguish toward the one to want to change it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, back to, and back to what you said about you not reading at the right time, you good because you read it when it was right for you. Right. Mm-hmm. Like with the Four Agreement, my dad got me that book like when I was 14. Yeah. At that time, I ain't have no reason to, to read, read the I book. You ain't right. You ain't got no experience. I ain't lost. Two friends. Right. I done been in like three relationships. Yeah. I didn't graduate high school. Uh-huh. All that shit. Did like, your first semester I in college. Jobs. I didn't right. everything. Hmm? Experience. Now, now you, you, you can feel the shit. When I was 14, I 
I didn't know nothing. Yeah, I that's was fresh out of eighth grade. Barely had puberty. I'm that's a grown man. <laughs> Duh. So yeah. that's important. You gotta do stuff when it's right for you. You can't really focus on what everybody else is doing. Experiment. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing the book is really big on too. Is literally not focusing on that outside stuff and really looking within yourself. At mm-hmm. Everything, at anything that happens, you look at yourself. Don't look at nothing else besides yourself. Cause that's the only person you fucking die at the end of the day. That's All right. It. So when you say, <laughs> so when you say just look up to yourself, do you mean like not having no role models or nothing, or like how do you think having role models and people that you look up to play a part in your life and everybody else's lives? I think it's a difference between having role models and idols. Okay. Like I think so often people put people on pedestals. Yeah. Like when you got somebody you look up to, like I fuck with LeBron James. <laughs> but uh, for real, but no, like, I was just gonna get into it. Get into it. As, but like, as an analogy, get into it. Analogy, Putting bro. him like on the pedestal. LeBron James a human just like me. Right. That's why he might do something. That nigga not disagree human. with. <laughs> nah, I ain't gonna lie. But go ahead. You disagree with. Uh-huh. He's just a human. He got to go home at the end of the day. And go to sleep. And so, a lot of people, that's where a lot of people mess up, especially these celebrities. They look at them, they do some dumb stuff, and they be like, bro, I can't believe they did that. Mm-hmm. Bro, somebody down the street from you just, just did the did same, the same thing, shit. Just did it worse. <laughs> <laughs> so, you can't put nobody on a pedestal. Like, you could be like, LeBron James, he helped the community. He, he made a school. Mm-hmm. I like that. Like, I want to do something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be like LeBron James. And people score 40,000 points. Yeah, people got to be like, want to be like that. So, right. score 41,000. Yeah. But, so, like, I don't want to be like I want to do what he's doing. But so, how y'all, how y'all feel like y'all been discovering yourselves lately? And then, when do you feel like it was your turning point to start to discover yourself more? Like, when did you become aware, like, damn, I want shit to change? And then on my terms, not nobody else's. COVID. Go for it. All right, 2020, like, you feel me? You in 2020, all you're doing is you by yourself. I mean, you you talking to somebody on probably on the phone or the computer. But other than that, you by yourself. So you really you ain't really got no choice other than to look in the mirror. Yeah. And see, and just wonder if, if the person you that you seeing, who you seeing in the mirror, is the person that you want to be. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw that person in the mirror, and I, I said, no, nah, I, I, that's not who I wanted to be. So then I feel like I took those steps. And what did you do, like, to towards that? Well, what was some new stuff that you implement saying, you know, this is what I want to do now, and this is how I'm going to get to where I want to be at? Um, Probably bringing the outside, I mean, the inside more to the outside. Like, what you mean? Like, being more creative, trying to figure stuff out on my own, you feel me? Like, um... Like, trying to find, like, my own interests, not, like, big thing that I was on, like, I was really discovering, like, a lot of new music. Mm-hmm. I, I started listening to, like, older music around the time, and I started, like, trying to find, like, new stuff that I, I enjoy. Mm-hmm. And, like, I started finding, like, new, like, just different sources of media that I like to enjoy. And then I started dressing different, and I got into fashion, and I started making my own music eventually, and then I just, you know, I feel like, and then... As time became, like, time, like, passed, I mean, I looked in the mirror again, and I, I saw myself, and I'm like, like, this is who I want to be. Tight. And, I'm, and I feel like I'm, that you I'm getting closer and closer in there. That's good. And as long as you stay true to yourself, it shouldn't be no problem. Mm-hmm. Anybody want to go next first? Max? You want to go next on that? Yeah. When um, you feel like was your turning point? I say COVID, too, you know. That time, my dad got real seriously ill, so it was, like, it was a big adjustment for me. You know, just to like, I had school some in the like 
all day. Then I would go help my dad, whatever he needed. But then, like, over time, you know, you started to see his health get gradually worse. And then, you know, it just, it took a toll on me a lot. But I kind of put that to the side because I wanted to be there for my mom and my sister because I knew it would be, like, harder for them. And, like, I know it would be, like, if they didn't have anybody, I don't know what would happen. Mm -hmm. But, like, I know I can go through it without, like, so I wouldn't say I, I can go through it without support. But it's kind it was kind of like that back then. Mm -hmm. But, like, now it's, like, I do need support, like. I'm not gonna say dealing like, with that. Yeah, yeah. So to get through that situation, what do you feel like? Cause you was young, like we young when that type of yeah. shit. What, we 14, 15? Yeah. A lot of niggas don't got to go through that shit at that young. Niggas still playing the game, like yeah. that's a serious situation. So how do you feel like? What do you feel like you had to go in and change right then and there to help deal with that type of situation? <laughs> I say like how I like. I don't know, open up, because, you know, when I opened up before, like, it'd just be, like, the bare minimum, it'd just be like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm just sad today, but then, like, I start to go more in-depth about my sadness when I was, like, after he passed, like, I'd be like, yeah, you know, his his death is affecting me right now, you know, and I even, like, I tried talking to my football coaches about it, but it was just, like, I don't know, I didn't feel any support from them, so it was just, like, I just went to my friends at that point, Yeah, because it was, like, if you're not gonna be there for me, I'm gonna find somebody that's gonna be there for me. Mm -hmm. So that's what I had to do. And how you, how do you feel like for other people? How's it, how important is it to have those people to? I say it's one be of the outlets. Most, one of the most important things in this world, like friends, outlets, support. It'll help you get through a lot of things, if not anything in this world. So, mm -hmm. Joe, how you feel? What would you feel? You, damn, what you feel like? <laughs> <laughs> what you feel like your turning point was and. Becoming who you are, when do you feel like shit changed or shit turned around for you? Uh, I feel like I'm kind of in that process right now. Right now? Because, like you was just talking about, Max, I mean, I say I went through I went through shit, but niggas were still, you know, hooping. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to hoop. <laughs> I'm not really thinking about much else. That's, yeah. When I really think about it, I was really living real life, living an NPC life. <laughs> I'm just doing the same shit every day, you know, fucking around, play the game. Not really worried about shit. I'm not, you know, focusing on what I really like to do. I'm just a nigga that likes to play basketball. Yeah. Not really know self identity by myself. And uh -huh. That was kind of built up all the way to junior year. Mm -hmm. When niggas know, you know, stop hooping. Made kinda the change. Made the change. Ran track. That was kind of a little sparked, but you know, still not thinking about it. Senior year, you know. I'm having fun. Mm -hmm. You know, I was playing a sport. Niggas were straight at it. So I was kind of kind of living that hoop dream, but doing another sport, made it to States. Mm -hmm. Got to do that with two of my best friends. That's yeah. So I really wasn't thinking about sure. nothing up to that point either. Then went to school in the summer, met just a whole nother life. Mm -hmm. And I really didn't think much of that either because, you know, first time being in college, mm -hmm. I'm fucking around. Yeah. You know, not really thinking about stuff. I'm st still, you know. Locked in on, you know, the serious stuff, you know, with grades, mm -hmm. applying for shit, just the simple shit, you know, getting that bare minimum done, mm -hmm. but not really trying to take myself to the next level and really look in the mirror. Then when that first semester hit, everybody's around, and I'm by myself, really don't know nobody. Then started hanging around niggas more, started just being around more, mm -hmm. and I noticed I'm going to take some time to myself. Mm -hmm. Started taking my time to myself, picked up boxing. You know, that's something that's... Golden gloves. Something that niggas was on in high school on some random shit, you know, when I say a bullshit, that's uh -huh. why I was on in high school bullshit. Just 
fucking around with this nigga, throwing hands, and <laughs> fucking around, fighting in the backyard. It's something I just never really thought about, but it God presented it right in front of me. And mm-hmm. I was like, fuck it. Let's do it. I'm an athletic nigga. I'm, I feel like this is my shit. I'm a competitive nigga. Finance major, this, so how this you is stuff f- I like. So how you feel like you're going to take the boxing world and use that discipline to help figure out more of who you are outside of boxing? Because I know you don't want to get stuck in the same loop where you pick up a sport and that become your entire outlet until you just not thinking about life anymore. That's a great point. Great question. Because me and my mans talk about this all the time because I told them that was my, not my, those are my false points in my sports in high school. That's where I... That's where I, you know, made my mistakes, and I, I learned from those. That's mm-hmm. why I'm glad I went through everything I went through. Mm-hmm. So now I'm really just going to use boxing as a as a term of discipline, mm-hmm. being able to stick with something and maintain a regimen, uh-huh. you know, work out, train myself, mentally push myself every day. Right. Some days I'm not going to want to get up and train, but some days I'm not going to want to get up and go to work. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to figure that shit out, right? Mm-hmm. Might as well work on that shit right now and get some hands on me, too, while I'm at it. It's not Pause. 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 I'm sorry, dog. You, you walked right into that angle. My fault, bro. All right. So who want to go next? How y'all, what y'all feel like y'all turning points with? Jaden or Jaden? I go. Big J? Big J. <laughs> I go. I feel like if you was to ask me this, before 2023, I'd say COVID. Uh-huh. But then 2023 happened. Yeah. And the thing that was so hard and, like, life changed about 2023 for me was that I feel like it actually challenged every aspect of my life. Going, going. Like, so I break it down. Like, mental. Mm-hmm. This was, like, a year that I was actually, like, depressed. Right. Like, for real, for real. I had to go to a doctor for it and everything. Tight shit. Like, and it was when I started to notice that I kind of need help. Mm-hmm. And I ended up, I never couldn't get, get in touch with a therapist, but I actually started to, like, journal and mm-hmm. meditate. I actually talk to people, and that's something I never did. Mm-hmm. And then emotional, I was in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Again, like, learning how to love, learning what I need to do to love. And I went through some mm-hmm. stuff. I lost a friend. Mm-hmm. Emotions, emotions I never felt. Like, that's mm-hmm. the most I ever cried. Mm-hmm. Physical, like, I played sports my whole life, but this was the first year but I was getting But your body hurt. was challenged. Yeah. Yeah. My body never, I never used to get hurt, but this is the first year I started getting hurt. And then spiritual, I'm a religious person. Okay. So I think this is the year I grew closer to God. But what I really like is how I responded to all that. Because mm-hmm. I think the big change got to be 2023 as a whole, but I feel like the sub change is when I went to college. Because mm. once I got to college, I feel like high school was just like, all the goals I had in high school was like short term. Right. So like, get this on my report card, do this, uh, do this in the season, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Once I got to college, I'm not playing no sports. I'm new here. I don't know that many people. Right. What's my purpose? Right. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to figure it out right now. That's good. But that's when I actually, that's when it got hard. Like, Life I, got into perspective. Like, shit got real. When I got there, I had an identity crisis. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm doing stuff, like, by October, I'm like, Bro, what am I doing, bro? Yeah, you just look. I don't even know myself. Right yeah, you looking in the mirror like, who the fuck and I think is this nigga? That was my lowest, but it started to go up. Not yeah. it's going up right now. That was, I started to isolate myself. In a good way. In a good way. Solitude. Because it is a bad way. Right. But I feel like I did it in a good way to actually get to know myself. Mm-hmm. I feel like I get to know everybody else. Had to remove yourself from the crowd. Mm-hmm. 
I think I started to find interest about myself, like photography. Mm-hmm. I knew mm-hmm. I liked taking pictures, but I was bullshitting. Yeah, you was like, just this snapping. This something I actually enjoy doing. Like, yeah. if you was to tell me to take a picture of a brick wall, I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. So I'm starting to find my purpose with everything. And I think I'm still going through that change. That's why I think 2024 is going to be a good year for me. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm still in the change. Tight shit. But I, I know the direction is going to. All right. Jada or other j- track Jada. <laughs> yeah, fast Jaden, the faster Jaden, the healthy Jaden. I feel like, I feel like, the biggest change is really when I entered college because in high school, it was like, it was like I was always known as that athlete, and it was like in college, it's like a fresh start, so I'm able to, like, build a new identity. Yeah, build a new identity because it's like when I talk to people, I don't even mention that I run track for the school. I mainly just tell them like what I'm going into and I what I like outside of that because I want people to know me for who you like really athlete are. like an athlete being an athlete is something I do it's not who I am it's right. not me and so like I'm trying to change that narrative and just find what I like to do and what I like what I enjoy doing because yeah. like after a certain point it's like in high school I know it was like oh he's fast oh he does this but it was like. What like y'all don't know nothing else but that, that um, and that's why I'm so close to all y'all because y'all knew me before all of that even happened. So it's like I'm close to y'all because y'all know who I am, not because I'm I run track and fast. what I do. Yeah, yeah. So that's how I bonded with y'all so so well because y'all knew me before any of that. Like we was just all close and all that. Yeah. But in college, I'm able to find, like I'm able to like steer in that direction of finding my true friends. And finding like my true hobbies because I'm able like nobody knows that I do this and that like I'm able to just be new. This be nigga fresh. Batman. This like, nigga Bruce Wayne. Like just start like a fresh start. Like, but yeah, I started you know changing my appearance and all that too. And so like just finding what I like because I had short hair for like seven six years like my no my whole life. Boy had the waves. Dog. I had they waves was cooking but, so yeah. crazy. <laughs> at the top. Dog, it was it a tidal wave up there, it boy. Nothing going on, but, <laughs> but I'm able to just like, you know, just start new. I've been going to church a lot, Bible study. That's good. I've been um, I haven't got baptized yet, but that's something I definitely want to do. Tight. Um, but yeah, it's tough. About it. hmm. What about you, man? Me? Yeah. Hey, y'all gotta ask me the question so I can think about it. Uh, I've been asking y'all niggas the question. Where, when? Oh, my, my, turn your, point, yeah, my turning, turning point. point yeah. But I feel like, bro, from my standpoint, bro, you, I feel like you've you, always you've been, been able that. to grow. I ain't gonna yeah. lie. You've, you've been growing. You, you have <laughs> continuously grown. Yeah. Like, you, you've shown that there is no such thing as a peak. There's no such thing as like an end goal. Like, yeah. that shit is just a lifestyle. Yeah, I just, yeah. okay, so, mm. For me, I say my. I guess I guess I'll talk about like a canon event in my life. Okay. Well, one that AP like. Chemistry. Huh. The AP chemistry. No, nah, <laughs> AP chemistry was a side quest, bro. That was like one of the most like insane things <laughs> I ever did. Side, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I don't was know. Missing, it was lunch to go study. Like, Dude, bro, in high school, nigga. <laughs> oh God, nigga, I wasn't That's eating. Discipline, though, like, bro. Eat, yeah. though. That shit was insane, bro. That nigga said, "I gotta get this work done." I'm this not going. More important than fucking eating, right here. Did I even tell y'all I dropped it? Yeah, you told. Yeah, bro, it got like. Way it, the class wasn't hard. It was just the fact that all the shit I was doing came into perspective. Yeah. I pushed myself to like my final limit, like mental limit. Like yeah, mental I was limit. like, dog, damn. <laughs> like it, yeah. this is some. It was mandatory for it to drop, and I hate like dropping stuff or quitting. Mm-hmm. But 
I feel like as as humans, we got to understand when to put something down. Not necessarily quit, but some shit just got to be put down. Bad. Yeah, quitting not always too crazy. Now, if you in the game and you quitting because you losing, nigga, you're a loser. Yeah. But if you quitting because it's way too hard and you don't feel like you prepared it for it right you. now, yeah, and there's nothing that's benefiting you, put the shit down, bro, and just mm-hmm. go find something else. But my Canon event was September 2018, dog. Mm-hmm. That's when my grandma died. Mm-hmm. And growing up, I had a lot of people pass away in my life. I lost, like, my great-great-grandparents and my great-grandparents. But those people, those people that you know, you know going to pass away. I mean, my great-great-grandma, yeah, she old, yeah. so she going to go soon. I'd rather her be gone, like, right now, you know what I'm saying? She about, she touching a hundred. Hey, there's not much more to do here. My great-grandma, that one hurt too, but it's like I understood that she was about to go. My grandma died, like, right in front of me, dog. So that was, like, I wasn't ready for that. And that's when I feel like life got super, like, deep on the... Especially when somebody you look up to. Yeah, somebody that helped raise me and was, like, a big part of my life. Like, it's almost like you feel like they're not even posted. Yeah, I'm like, yo, she was supposed to be infinite. I thought my grandma grandma was infinite, bruh. But then she wasn't. (laughs) So that's how I feel... Damn, that made me want to, like, I don't know, just work towards something because I'm not the only child, and I got three other sisters. And I feel like at that point, how am I going to be the one that step up? Because I know, um, damn, I don't want to put their business out there, but my little sister's got a situation going on with their dad, and he not able to be there in their life, you know what I'm saying? That also put me in a position where it's like, damn, my mom, again, the only woman in the household, I don't want her doing this again. I'm old enough to understand what's going on. I had to put myself in a position to where I can make life a little bit easier for my mom and my little sisters. And I know I'm a kid and I don't have to pick up that responsibility, but as a son, that shit just hit different when you just see your mom going through the same shit she was going through when she was raising you. And I'm like, dang, I can't go out and fuck up. I can't afford to fuck up and be a burden. I can't afford to be out here you know, in the streets. Even though it was it's, it was easy for, like, I could easily turn to the streets. There's niggas out here, I don't got to lift a fucking finger. One fucking phone call, I can go to a, a totally different lifestyle. And I'm like, would I rather my mom see me on the big stage or in the fucking jail cell, you know what I'm saying? Or in a box, six feet under. You know, and I'm like, damn, I can't afford to fuck this up. So I started to take shit serious. School was always easy, so I'm like, damn, I was never really posed with a challenge, so it was easy for me to fuck off. But I'm like, I need to find something else outside of this. Like, I can do my schoolwork, get A's in that, bro. Middle school is nothing, dog. I'm like, all right, boom. Let me start reading outside of school. I, growing up, I always loved reading, but I kind of tapered off. But I'm like, you know what? Let me find something I like to do. I started to challenge myself physically, dog. So I was like, I'm right-handed. I ain't doing shit. Let me go left hand. You know what I'm saying? Taught myself how to write with the left hand. And then I'm thinking, now high school is coming up. And I didn't really think about going to UAD with y'all. Or I didn't even know UAD was a thing. And I thought I was going to go to Cass Tech. And I knew my life was going to like low-key kind of drift off if I went to Cass Tech. I'm not a loser, bro. I know, I understand my opportunities always work out for me. But I knew if I didn't change something before I got to Cass Tech, it was going to be easy for me to get lost in that big-ass crowd of students. Mm-hmm. So going into the summer, 
I was given the opportunity to go to U of D. And Julian was really one of the people that inspired me to go to U of D because I, I saw that it, it just felt different. I'm like, damn, this is a totally new environment. I don't know nobody in this motherfucker. And now in the, I'm like, yeah, I need a new challenge. That that was something that challenged me. I go to Cash Tech. It's going to be middle school all over again, bro. I know everybody. The work going to be easy. Mm-hmm. Let me see what this is about. So I got to high school, and that's when my great-grandma died. And shit, that's when we lost all our friends that year too, right? Yep. Yeah. So that's another thing. It just put me in a, this deep spiral. I was in a deep spiral of emotions again literally a year later from where I was in eighth grade. So I had to get myself back to the mindset of I can't fuck up and I can't, you know what I'm saying, I can't fumble this bad. So that's that's why I'm always in that, let me try to get better at something mode. But it's, sometimes it turned against me because I feel like I, I uh, bottle up my emotions a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm upset I never really learned how to grief. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I never really, un- I, now that I look back, I never really understood my emotions. And sometimes I get upset, sometimes I get angry at stuff, and I just don't know why. So that's something I got to start working on now. I hope that answered and that's some type of question. About bottling up your emotions. Go ahead. I remember somebody told me, if you don't heal your wounds, you bleed on the people that don't deserve it. Damn. So you'll end up. No, that's hard. You in the I think my boy G said that. So G, if you ever hear this, bro, I got it from you, bro. <laughs> but yeah, you could you could be getting stressed out by your girl, your yeah. boss, whatever. And then you go home, you take it out on your mom. Yeah. Or your little brother or mm-hmm. your little sister. The people mm-hmm. you care about. It's almost like you do it because you feel so comfortable with them that you feel like you can do it, mm-hmm. but they might not see it that way. Right. They could be like, You come home and yell at me every day, you must hate me. That's where the that's where the trauma and all that that do be feel sometimes though. But you, but whole time you got a problem with your boss, somebody you somebody you don't even know like that. Yeah, let them affect your family life. Mm -hmm. So that's why. And that that's with bigger stuff too. You can't bother your stuff up. I I like that the hard way too. Kind of like what I said, like explode. Yeah, other people. And it'd be the last straw, and it'd be the smallest shit that gets you. Man, I remember one time I was having such a bad ass day. And I got to the front door, nigga. I went to unlock that motherfucker. Fucking keys fell. Fucking keys fell, bro. That'd be the last straw. <laughs> door. Nigga, I got so heated, dog. I got in the house and just started punching the doors and shit, bro. But that that's not healthy. Because imagine it was somebody in there I could have hit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And by the time you wake up from that fit of rage, nigga, you all like, fuck. I ain't mean to do that. So how y'all feel like we can attack our emotions before they attack us? I been crying, bro. You be crying? I, I, I haven't like, cried in so long. This I, I haven't cried so much. For real? I feel like you gotta, ask, you gotta ask the question though. It's like, can you can you do anything to change the situation? Mm-hmm. And if you can, what can you do? And if the answer is yes, then you could go about those steps. But if you can't do anything about it at all, you just gotta say that's how it is. It would it is what it is. And just keep regardless. it's gonna happen regardless, and just keep it pushing because. If you allow it to, like, stress you out, it's only going to get worse. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and if there's nothing you could do about it, why are you stressing yourself out about something you can't control? Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of stuff like that, you just got to just keep on going. That's how I manage to, like, just be stress-free as much as possible. Yeah. But 
a it's lot like, of times it's whatever, not, nigga. Yeah, it's not it's not much you can do. <laughs> it's like whatever, nigga. All right, nigga. Womp <laughs> womp. <laughs> <laughs> Too fucking bad, nigga. <laughs> like you just got to keep it pushing, but yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. another thing too. That's but real. how do y'all? I know Jaden, Big J. He said he cried. And is there any other way y'all get your emotions out? Do y'all cry a lot? Hey, Drew told me to just scream in the car though. No, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I actually do that, bro. I. Did that shit a lot, mm-hmm. but it's that's not good. What's not? I thought good? it was good at the time. Oh, like just screaming? Oh fuck. Yeah. What you feel like? Like Jaden was really talking about like you're responsible for everything that happens in your life, mm-hmm. even if you choose it or if you don't choose it. Even if it's just given to you, but if you... it's given to you, now it's your responsibility. Yeah, regardless. that's what I was talking and about. If like, you choose my... it, that's your responsibility. So anything that happens to you is your responsibility. Mm-hmm. It's not on anybody fucking else mm-hmm. you gotta just really look in within yourself and be like all right what i'm gonna do about this bro? This is, shit in my hands yeah. right now i could can i disregard it mm-hmm. if i do disregard it is it a boomerang is the mm-hmm. shit gonna come hit me back in the head do i is this something urgent i have to deal with now can i set it to the side and get more work in or is this urgent you know what i'm saying yeah go ahead yeah but with that screaming thing I ain't gonna lie, I still do it from time to time because you know sometimes you just got to. You just, just that testosterone. That fit, yeah, that just, fit of rage. You just, just <sighs> you just let it out and then, <sighs> then you green. But that's another reason why I had to pick up. I had to pick up boxing because my only way to, I figured out like you know everybody has their own thing, but my only way to really express myself is through sports, mm-hmm. exercising, like and that's exerting my, your body, exerting my body, like feeling that, um, feeling that pain. Pause. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I said pause. All right, all right, all right, all right. But, you know, just trying to just keep bettering myself. That's something I try. I think I tried to deny that and try to find other things, but nothing really clicked. All right. But then I came back within myself. I was like, bro, I fall in love with just growing just within, learning and learning body. a new thing, yeah. moving my body. Go ahead. And back to the crying, bro. Yeah, I that's feel like it's a difference you. between crying and being a crybaby. Right, yeah. Because crybabies, they... They cry and they blame. Anything. Yeah, they, 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 they point fingers and shit. Point fingers. Nobody gonna come yeah, save Yeah, nigga, you love. Like me, I cry. I cry because I know it's gonna feel good after. Like I might just be so frustrated. Got that I don't know if I like, drop these couple of tears. It's gonna. I know feel ain't good. nobody gonna save me. Like I'm gonna still have a problem when I'm done crying. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, all right, bro. At nah, least I, I got like, that. Let little me piece think about out. it now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Now, I feel like so many people be scared to cry. Mm-hmm. Like my dad. I'm not saying he's scared to cry nothing, but like... Just talk about the like, importance for men to be able to be vulnerable with their emotions. Because yes. even me, bro, sometimes hard. I've tricked myself like to the point... This is some shit that happened like years ago where mm-hmm. I just felt like, dog, I can't cry no more, bro. Like, I, I, I was raised in a family full of like mostly girls and shit, so I feel like I'm crying. I'm, I'm a little hoe, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I tricked myself into thinking, Austin, you can't cry. You can't do this. You can't do that. And now I'm stuck to a point to where it's like, when I do t- try to cry, bro... I just can't. So just talk about the importance for like people who can, who either going through that same situation right now, something different where they, you know, gaslighting themselves into thinking they can't cry, and how important it is for them to get it out. Yeah. So what I was gonna say about my dad, mm-hmm. like I seen my dad cry one time. It was when my great grandma, his grandma passed, mm-hmm. and he dropped like one tear. Damn. I ain't never seen like, I just never seen him cry. So I'm like, bro, I'm the oldest son. I gotta be tough. Mm-hmm. I gotta be brave all the time. So, but the more I just bottle stuff up, like, it just never went good for me. And I would say, like, this shit about to get deep. A story I got with crying, bro, 
I remember one time, this had to be like late elementary school, early middle school. I never even like brought this up. But it was times when like my family, our water would get cut off. Yeah. So we would have to like go to family houses to take showers or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I remember one day I just woke up and like I cried. Mm-hmm. Like I was that frustrated. Mm-hmm. And my mom, like this is low key, like I never brought it up. I don't want her to feel bad because it was what I needed to hear looking back. Mm-hmm. But like this is what she called me and I swear this like hurt my feelings for like years. She called me selfish. Damn. It wasn't no cuss words. It wasn't nothing like that. She called me selfish. Mm-hmm. And I like I thought about it, like it's time around. I'm like, damn, how I'm selfish. Like, I do a lot for y'all. Like, blah, blah, blah. She wasn't calling me selfish. She was calling what I was doing selfish. Yeah. Because me crying, I'm crying because I can't take a shower in my shower in my house. Yeah. She called me selfish because if I'm in her shoes, I got to worry about all of y'all. Oh, shit. Worry about getting the water back on. And then worry about myself. Yeah. All like that. Like, what you're doing is selfish. And I think that taught me it's always going to, somebody always going to have it worse. Mm -hmm. So it's important. Be grateful for what you got. That's a big thing. But somebody always going to have it worse. Yeah, bro. And then at at the same time, guess what? I cried. Mm -hmm. Water was still off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Bullshit. That ain't changed nothing. Right. Somebody always going to have it worse. Be grateful for what you got. That was an important lesson. Yeah. One thing I was telling my little sister today, I know this ain't none of my business, so I like, well, shit, yeah, it is, nigga. I'm her brother. So I guess her and my mama was like, sort of like getting into it, but she growing up, she like 11 years old. And so I see like the the pathway that she going down. Cause y'all know a lot of people, this, so this is fairly general. A lot of girls that like have problems with their mom and shit, be having all these mommy issues and get into it with their mom and feel like they gotta go against their mom, this, this and that, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm seeing how this like happening live, you know what I'm saying? So they get this mindset to where it's like, oh, she always doing this, she always nagging that. So I went in there to tell her like, Yo, put everything into perspective, into perspective right now. You know what I'm saying? Think about how tired your mom may be. Right. Think about all the shit they didn't been through. Like, they didn't have a life, too. I know we see them from where they at now, and we just so happen to catch them at some certain point in their life, and we ain't seen their background. So it's not like we their friend that grew up with them from birth and seen everything that happened. Mm-hmm. So we kind of ignorant to the fact that these motherfuckers got emotions as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they especially just like Yeah, and especially women, the motherfucking emotions run extremely high. Mm-hmm. Maybe with men it's all testosterone, you know, sons may try to fight their dad. I'm never doing that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but but you know what I'm saying? But with women it's like it's different. It's more of an emotional thing. So I went in there to tell her like, Mariah, you gotta like understand what position in what position you in right now? You know what I'm saying? Me and Kenya, my older sister, we out the house now. It's you and Marley. It's your little sister. You the oldest, and you got to be able to take on the responsibility of being the oldest. Mm-hmm. It's not always, whatever situation is happening to you at a certain point in time, it's not always what's happening at face value. Yeah. It's something deeper than what the fuck going on. Right. I guess they got into some, they was getting into some about some communication issues, and I'm like, it's not the fact that you didn't do what she said. It's the fact that you didn't communicate why you didn't do what she said. Mm-hmm. You're not a bad child. You're not disrespectful. You're not this. You're not that. Or whatever she made you feel like you was. But you could do better in voicing what's going on. And she's not getting mad at the fact that you can't or didn't know that you couldn't. 
she trying to help you learn that lesson now. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the times, we don't, we don't really realize our parents only want what's best for us. Yeah. Some parents crazy as shit, so I don't know who listening and got crazy parents, so. <laughs> but some parents crazy, but most parents want to see their kids do better in their life. And the different backgrounds that they got and the way that they was brought up, let's it all come out a different way. Mm-hmm. So a mom may whoop her kid more than another to try to show discipline, but that's all she know. Another may yell, but try to show some type of compassion, but yelling is all she know. Yeah. I read in a book one time or something, it was like, as a child, once you start to grow up, you become the parent of the parent. They can only do so much for you in your adolescence because you a kid, but at a certain point in time, it's up to you to grow up and start to help your parent live the life that they, you know what I'm saying, supposed to live. You got to help them recover from their childhood because they still got shit going on from when they was growing up, too. And, they never got and at the end of the day, though, everybody doing, like, you got to remember, your parents doing this life shit the first, for the first time just like you doing this Duh. shit for the first time. They ain't never been a parent so before. They never, yeah. This is their first time being a parent. So at the end of the day, like, we forget that. We forget it, and we just get selfish and be like, uh-huh. well, blah, blah, blah. They well, no, did, but they, they doing this shit for the first time. <laughs> and too. they bringing up a kid in this bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Like, anybody listening, like, at the age of 18 or the age where you can have sex, bro, be glad <laughs> that you're not in the position that some she teenage... <laughs> just, just be... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Just be, just be glad you're not in the position that a lot of these teenage parents was that's older or not. You know what I'm saying? Because somebody, mom, whoever listening, or somebody dad may have been a dad or a mom at 16, bro. Imagine how much of their life was taken away from them because of one thing they did, you know what I'm saying, when they True. was younger. And I got friends that just had kids. Nigga, who? I ain't gonna name Wait, no, low-key me too? So, <laughs> like, it's a lot of past, but I don't know, like, I just, but I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes, not to you know, wish this on anybody, but that be the what, turning point in their life that the they turning, need, that be bro. Their canon event, yes, bro. Because like having the keep... real life be wilding, and yes, bro. You gotta learn that shit early, like, so therefore you have to grow the fuck up. Yeah, yeah it's like telling you to grow the fuck up. It's like if they not taking that as a sign to grow up. Then it's our job to, but is it our job to step in? This, but even if we do that and it don't work, then what? Do we just give up on that nigga, bro? It ain't really your job to save anybody. That's what I'm saying. You cannot save these You can't. But it's like you can't change how somebody thinks, bro. They might be able to, like, like did my nigga say, you can lead a horse to the water, but you can't can't make that boy drink, drink, boy. Let's say, like, my loyalty to you is to bring this upon and let you know your wrongness. That's my loyalty to you is to do that is to come to you and tell you where you're wrong at. But it's like water, and so I just like whatever happens just happens after that. Yeah, and you but cannot, don't judge him on that. Just accept that. Actually, some of them people you gotta like let go at a certain point because that type of mindset when you see a nigga, you get a nigga the keys to change and he look at you in your fucking face and say no. Mm-hmm. It, damn, you know what I'm saying? This they really don't want nothing better for themselves. Yeah. And that's you can't have that type of energy around you. And I know going into the I hate being this corner, going into the new year. But like <laughs> literally, going into the new year and just progressing through life in general, look up and look at people who just don't want to change because that's the type of shit that'll hinder you and start to close you off 
from certain experiences. Yeah. Mm. Be with people, not don't have no yes men around, but be with people that's constantly changing. Right. If you notice somebody is leading on the life that you that don't align with your values, bro, they gotta go. Because once they grab on to you, dude, you're it's cooked. cooked. <laughs> you're cooked. They got you. They mm. leeches. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. <laughs> yo, yo, shit done for, dog. But that's just an important thing. So I've been starting to peep that shit more. Like, go ahead. Like certain situations in my life, you can't. It's hard to grow with people that don't got the same mindset as you. And you know, you might love them or whatever, but after a while, like it could be holding you back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And or you might be holding on to what you. Want them to be right. What they used oh to. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah so for what that. they are right now. Go, so, go yeah. into that. If y'all, if y'all got some experience, go ahead, go into that. Mm-hmm. You can go, but yeah, that's that's dangerous to do because mm-hmm. you're not even loving that person. You loving like what that. they? What you think? Yeah, you loving a thought. You tricking yourself. You're not loving them, and I feel like that's that's only gonna hurt you. It ain't gonna hurt them. Oh, See, nothing. Yeah, yeah go that's, ahead. That brings me to a, a great point. That's when, like, you know, the words of being Captain Savo, you can't really <laughs> save everybody in life. You got to look within yourself, know your own morals, and look at somebody else and know his morals and be like, we don't link. Yeah, how you going to move forward, you know what I'm saying? It's not like you got to, you know, like, shut this nigga out your life, like, bro, I'm mm-hmm. never talking to you again. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck away from me. No, nobody's saying to do that, but... Slowly you can, distance yourself from yes, that you need to energy. Be able to distance yourself yeah. from that energy. I can't hang with you. Every you day. cannot have that energy around you because it's gonna it's gonna take a toll on you way too much. And yeah, and can, then you'll fall into it without even knowing. Can I hop in on that? Of course. Another thing is like when we be like missing people. I know it's tempting to like just hit up everybody that you miss, yeah. friends, old friends, girlfriends, boyfriends, mentors, shit like that. And y'all, you know y'all fell out for some, like, for a certain reason, whatever that reason may be. When you missing them, you only thinking of the good times. So you're going to be more, uh, what's that? You're going to be more encouraged to, like, hit them up and say what's up. But I'm, I know everybody get that feeling after they start texting somebody again, talking to them again. They be like, yeah, they be like, why the fuck did I text this nigga? And be like, that's why I stopped talking to that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So, and then it just leads right back down that same path. And then you just keep hurting yourself and stabbing yourself with the same knife. Yeah. But that's yeah. Y'all got anything else to add? Nah, bro. That was a great point. That was tough. Y'all ready to end the episode right there? Yeah, we can, bro. Uh, just want to say, great this, is, this is gonna be a great year. Bro. <laughs> Wait, y'all ready, dog? Yeah. Max, I left you out on the Follow end. Follow Jay's vision. Yeah. Vision with a Z. Follow my cool verse on Instagram. Go ahead, keep keep going since y'all niggas doing it. <laughs> hey, watch me in uh Boston when I go to nationals and shit. They gonna bleep all this shit. Hey, <laughs> no, I ain't. no, yeah, bro, this is no, I'm, y'all niggas, my niggas, bro, this y'all shit. Go ahead, Joe, what you got? Shit, man, fuck all that, man. Grind all twenty four. Grind all twenty five. Run all the way till you fucking die, bro. <laughs> and run your race, bro. Like like Coach McCauley say, run your race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your bro. Race. Like, stay in your lane, stay in your lane dog. Like, you got some shit you want to shout out? Stop that comparison shit. Yeah, that yeah. shit lame. Be yourself and live to the best of your abilities, not anybody else's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all niggas dropping nuggets. Our deepest fear is not that real. <laughs> 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 all right, all right, bro. All right. All right, bro. All right. Great idea, great. All right. Hey, thank you for listening. I love all of y'all.